glad that you're listening to this podcast. This podcast is a ministry of the Bonners Ferry Baptist Church and of Pastor Devin Neal. Well, it is good to be back here at Bonners Ferry Baptist Church. I keep hoping I come back enough that I can call this my home address so I don't have to buy an out-of-state hunting tag. Amen. <laughs> now, that's about as spiritual as it gets right there. Uh, but uh, we are always glad to be here. Thank you, uh, Brother Nevin, for inviting us to come and be a part of this missions conference. I've said this before. I heard Dr. Charles Keene say many, many years ago that a missions conference is a Baptist uh, church business meeting determining the eternal state of the world. So we're going to have a business meeting this week. Amen. And I hope you'll be able to attend every service. I'm planning on being here. I'm supposed to preach, so I guess I better show up. Amen. Uh, Don't let that be an excuse for you not to come. Let's come for the glory and the honor of the one who gave it all for us. Amen. He's worthy. Amen. This preacher may not be worthy, but he's worthy. Amen. So please come. Be a part of every service you can. Please pray. Pray for us that God would direct our thoughts and our minds and our hearts that uh, what's said and done this week will bring glory and honor to our Savior. Well, let's look here. John chapter 14, the Gospel of John 14. Again, it's always good to be back, first of all, because our family's here. We thank the Lord for every opportunity to see them. And it seems like every time we come, there's a new addition. Amen. So, uh, But uh, we're glad to be back and also very precious friends. And uh, we count this a very precious place to us. So John chapter 14, if you'd like to stand once more just for a couple of minutes, we'll read here just verses 1 through 6 this morning, and uh, we'll get right into the message. We'll read and then we'll pray. Jesus Christ is speaking here to his disciples, and he says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know. And the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Again this morning, we're thankful, Lord, for the beautiful day you've given us. Thank you for the good weather. Thank you, Lord, for the health and the strength and even the desire to be here this morning. We thank you for that. Thank you for this church, for their heart, for missions, for getting the gospel to the lost. Lord, that they might be saved. Lord, we pray that you bless this time this week. It's set aside to challenge our hearts, to change our lives, to make a difference for the glory of God in our world. And I ask you, Lord, this morning, we need you right now, this time. Holy Spirit of God, please fill us afresh and anew. 
Lord, direct our thoughts, our words, our spirit. Lord God, and we pray the word of God would go forth, Lord, uh, in power. And may God, we have hearts and ears to receive it. And may, Lord, you speak to every individual. You know every need here this morning. You know who's saved. You know who's lost. And I pray God work accordingly. And we'll thank you and praise you for all you do in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. I want to focus our attention primarily this morning on verse 6, where Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I believe that one of the most profound statements found in the entire Word of God is that statement right there. You think about this statement that Jesus makes concerning access to God the Father. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I want you to notice he says here, I am the way. That those two little words, I am, uh, that identifies for us who the person of the Lord Jesus Christ is. In Exodus chapter 3 and verse 14, when God told Moses to go into Egypt and deliver the, his people from Egyptian bondage, and Moses said, but who, what am I going to tell my people who has sent me? And God basically said, You tell them, I am that I am. I am sent you. That is the name for God Almighty, God himself. And Jesus Christ claimed to be over and over again, the I am. He told the the Pharisees, he said, before Abraham was, I am. Amen. He said in the Gospel of John, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said in verse uh, chapter 6 uh, of John, I am the bread of life. He said in chapter 8, I am the light of the world. He said in chapter 10, I am the door. He said in chapter 10 again, I am the good shepherd. In chapter 11, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. In chapter 15, he said, I am the true vine. So what we have here this morning, Jesus Christ personally identifying himself as God. That's an important thing. Matter of fact, Jesus Christ is God in eternity past and has been and always will be God. The Bible makes it clear in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. God, Jesus Christ, is that word personified. And the Bible said in, in later on in that, that chapter, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. Jesus Christ is the living word. Jesus Christ was God Almighty in the flesh. 100% man and yet 100% God at the same time. I said that to establish The credibility here in verse 6 of who is speaking. Jesus Christ is literally God in the flesh saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh 
unto the Father, but by me. I, I want us to think this morning when we start beginning this missions conference about the message of missions. What is the message if we believe in missions? in getting the message around the world. What is the message? What could we sum up everything that needs to be said? How could we sum that up and condense it into a statement? I believe John 14, 6 could sum it all up. If we could preach that to every creature, if we could get men and women and boys and girls around this globe in our generation just to hear and just to know and just understand and just believe that Jesus, what Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me, we would have accomplished the mission that God has given us to do. And so the message this morning of missions is found here in John chapter 6. You know, a missionary is someone that is on a mission. And I had, I had some people on my front porch Friday morning. They were missionaries. They were not the missionaries that you and I are identified with, but they were missionaries. And they came to my door on a mission, and they had a message. But that message was not from the Lord Jesus Christ. What we read in John 14, 6 is literally from the lips of the Son of God, of God Almighty. When he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me, My friend, that is an extremely authoritative statement right there. Jesus said it. Now, what you believe about Jesus, my friend, I don't know. But I believe with all my heart the Bible teaches that Jesus Christ literally was God Almighty and He either was what He claimed to be or He's the biggest fraud and con man that ever walked the planet. But if He is who He claimed to be, then what He says is absolutely true. Those, those people that were on my front porch on Friday morning, they were kind, they were nice. I was kind and nice to them. I didn't really let them do a lot of talking. I was too busy telling them about when I got saved and how I got saved and who saved me and what he saved me from. The time I got done, they were ready to go. But they came, they were missionaries on a mission with a message to my door. But that message was not from the lips of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was from a man by the name of Charles Taze Russell. And it was a false message. I'm not questioning their sincerity. I'm not questioning their desire. But my friend, their message was a false message. It did not come from God. It came from a man. You may see missionaries walk around this county or ride around this county on their bicycles. They're on a mission. They're missionaries. They have a message. But their message is not from the lips of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is from another man, a man by the name of Joseph Smith, who, by the way, was not God. False message. There are those who come with a message that are missionaries that came from a woman named Ellen White, Seventh-day Adventist. Their message is not from God. It's from a woman. There are others that come uh, with the, the message from Muhammad and they preach that message and they're sincere in their preaching and they're sincere in their mission, but they're sincerely wrong if their word is, is uh, contrary to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
There's the message from the church fathers that promotes Roman Catholicism, my friend. They've sent missionaries all around the world and have for centuries. But my friend, that word is for men and not from God. But what we have this morning in John 14, 6 is the message from God Himself. That makes it authoritative. Not because I say it or even because I believe it, but because Jesus Christ Himself said it. The greatest message we can give to mankind. I am the way, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I want to break these three things down here real quick in this verse. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the access. I am the means. They're the way, the idea of a, a direct or a way to get from one place to another. Amen? He is the way. Somebody said he's the highway. He's the road to heaven. Uh, he's the way. He says here, he's the way to the Father. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He's the way to heaven. He is the way to holiness. He is the way to righteousness. He is the way to redemption. He is the way to regeneration. He is the way to justification. He is the way to forgiveness of sins. He is the way to eternal life. He's the way. Not the Baptist church. He is the way. He's the only way. He said, I am the way. He didn't say, I am a way. I am some way. I am the way. Amen. No wonder the apostles preached, there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus Christ is the only way. He is the absolute way. He is the exclusive way. In other words, if He is the way and the only way, all other ways are excluded. That makes sense. This is what Jesus said in John chapter 14, in verse 6. That means there is no other way. No other way. There's not a good way or a best way or a sincere way. There's only one way. That way is through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what he did on Calvary in shedding his blood and giving his life and then raising from the dead, my friend, that is the gospel. The death, the burial, the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. There is no other way. By placing our faith in Him who is the way, my friend, we can have forgiveness of sin. We can have redemption. We can have the mercy and the grace of God. We can have heaven. We can go to the Father one day if we believed on and received Him the way. We try to add some other way to Him or take away from Him and we have either added to or taken away from his words. Amen. And it doesn't work. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way. By the way, he is the way out of your sin. He'll forgive you of all your sins. Amen. He is the way 
true life. The Apostle Paul said, for to me to live is Christ. Amen. He is the way to heaven. And Paul said, not only for me to live, to me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Why? I've trusted in the way. I'm following the way. That's him. The person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only did Jesus say, I'm the way. What a comforting truth for the lost that have not found the way. What a comforting truth for the wandering who are looking for the way. The other morning we were, where were we? We were somewhere. I think we were in Knoxville, Tennessee when this happened. I went down to the motel lobby. I told Tammy I'd go get her a cup of coffee and bring it back to the room. And I went down there and I'm getting her coffee. I said, I'll be right back. And uh, a man walked up to me out of the lobby. And he said, well, he said, I sure appreciate how you look today. And I thought, he must be blind. Where's his cane? And uh, I said, oh, really? And he said, yeah. He said, I, I mean, you're dressed. And I just had a pair of cargo pants on and, a, you know, just a casual shirt. And I said, well, well, thank you. And he said, well, he said, I've been sitting down here for a while. And he said, I just am amazed at how people come not dressed to the to the breakfast room to eat breakfast down here. He said, I'm just amazed how sloppy and how slothful and how pathetic they look. They come down here, their hair's not combed or 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 brushed, and they just look like they just crawled out of bed and whatever they were sleeping in. He said, Where's their self respect? Well, that's a good question. But anyway, that struck up a conversation. Before you know it, we sat down there for an hour while Tammy's waiting on her coffee. <laughs> talking about the way. This man was wondering. He was searching. He was not saved. But he's searching. He's trying to find the truth. And I'm glad I was able to say, listen, I'm not the way. Baptist church that I belong to is not the way. But let me tell you who is the way. My friend, this morning, if you're here and you're not saved, you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, upon the authority of the words of God himself, Jesus Christ is the way. He is the only way. Amen? If you're wondering, if you're not sure, if you're confused, if, and it's easy to be confused in this world that we live in, but it narrows down to salvation is in a person. That person is the one who hung and bled and died on that cross, who gave himself for your sin and mine, who tasted death, the Bible says, for every man. Amen? Jesus Christ, he's the way. Not only did he say he's the way, but he's the truth. He said, I am the way, the truth. You know what truth is? Truth is absence of a lie. Truth is absence of falsehood. Truth is absence of error. Jesus said, I am the truth. You know what truth is? Truth is absolute. I love mathematics. I'm a very simple-minded person. So I need things in black and white, not confusing. English is confusing to me. That's all these hanging participles and all this I never did figure out where they were hanging from. I, I never got all that. But I figured out that 2 plus 2 equals 4 on Monday. 
and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and when I was six years old and when I'm 60, none of your business, it's still (laughs) two plus two equals four. It's an absolute truth. Jesus Christ is the absolute truth. He is not some truth, a truth, partly true. He is the truth. Amen. Because He's God. If He's God, He has, he has to be true. Let God be true and every man a liar. Anyone that contradicts the words of the Lord Jesus Christ who is the truth is a liar. You, me, whoever it is. He's the absolute truth. He's the act, He is the accurate truth. Truth is accurate. Let me say this though. Truth is extremely exclusive. If Jesus Christ is the truth. And anything that contradicts Him is not truth. Amen. Anything that seeks to replace Him is not truth. Anything that adds to Him or takes away from him, is not truth. Jesus Christ, the truth, is exclusive. There is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. There is only one way to be saved, and that's through Jesus Christ, the truth. Truth is exclusive. Truth is intolerant. We don't like that in this day, of everything supposed to be relative. But my friend, truth is intolerant. What's it intolerant of? It's intolerant of anything that's not truth. Amen. If Jesus Christ is the truth and He's the way, God will not tolerate anyone trying to get to heaven other than through Jesus Christ. Intolerant. Truth is inflexible. It doesn't change from one generation to the next. It doesn't change from one one thing that's popular today to something that's popular tomorrow. Truth is truth. It's inflexible. It's unchanging. It's dogmatic. Truth is dogmatic. And when we stop being willing to be dogmatic about God's Word, we will no longer stay with the truth. It's dogmatic. It's This is the truth. I can't move. It's the truth. I'm not going to move. He's the truth. Therefore, truth is divisive. Truth is divisive. Jesus said himself. He said himself, I will divide because I'm the truth. My friend, Jesus Christ, the truth divides between, makes a division between those that are saved and those that are lost those that are dead in their trespasses and sin, and those that have been made alive unto God, those that are the children of God, and those that are children of Satan. My friend, Jesus Christ is the truth, therefore He is divisive. Amen. So I find that He is the truth. I'm glad this morning for the truth. I'm glad we can have the truth. I'm glad this morning, thank God, the truth has been revealed to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ said, I am the way. Oh, that is the message for missions today. That's how we can be saved, believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. 
He said, I am the truth. I'm glad for that. That's how we can be sure. God cannot lie. God said in 1 John 5, 13, these things, talking about the Word of God, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Thank God I have believed on the truth. Therefore, I am sure, I am absolutely certain that when I die, I'm going to heaven. Not because I've trusted in me, but because I've trusted in the truth. Thank God for that. Do you know that this morning? You see, knowing him as the truth makes me sure. Then I want you to notice, finally, not only does he, Jesus, as the way, shows me how I can be saved, and as the truth, shows me I can be sure, but as the life, tells me I can be satisfied. I can be satisfied. Jesus said, I am the life. In John chapter 1 again, Back in verse 1, Jesus, the Word of God says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All the, the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. My friends, spiritual life comes from and through the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't come through religion. It doesn't come through rituals. It doesn't come from reformation. My friend, it doesn't come through our own self-righteousness. The life that God has for us, eternal life, comes from and through the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the life. He's the creator of life. According to Colossians chapter 1, he is the sustainer of all life. But in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, I want you to notice here. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the container of life. Not only is he the creator and the sustainer, but my friend, if you want to have eternal life, eternal life is all bundled up and packaged in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. You'll not find eternal life in joining a Baptist church. You'll not find eternal life, my friend, by turning over a new leaf. You'll not find eternal life by going through baptismal waters. You'll find eternal life when you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and realize He is the way, the truth, the life, I'll not come to the Father except by Him and He alone. So I'm glad this morning that we do have a message in our mission. That message is not become a Baptist, not become a better person, but the same message that Jesus gave Nicodemus, you must be born again. You must know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. 
I want to look at the front of this John 14 again just for a moment and go to the, the last of it in verse 6. But I want you to notice again, Jesus, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. You know what Jesus is talking about? Jesus is talking about heaven. You know why I believe in heaven? Because Jesus said there's a heaven. Matter of fact, the Bible describes three heavens. There's the heaven that we see and we breathe here this morning. That the birds fly in and the clouds hang in and the sun shines in. And then there's the heaven beyond this heaven where the galaxies and the stars and the solar systems and the planets are. And then there's the third heaven, Paul said. being talked about being caught up into the third heaven. Heaven, that's the abode of God. That's where Jesus is seated on the right hand of the throne of the Father this morning. That's the place where he's gone to prepare for we that are saved. I said that to say this. If Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life spoke of heaven, that same Jesus in Luke 16 preached about a place called A place where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Where a man in Luke 16 is begging for a drop of water on his tongue. He said, for I am tormented in this flame. And he's still being tormented in that flame 2,000 years later. The same Jesus, the same truth that preached about heaven, preached about hell. Can't take one without the other. And the difference in going to heaven and going to hell is believing on He who is the way, the truth, and the life. My friend, there's no middle ground. We're either saved or we're lost. Amen. We're either a child of God or still a child of Satan. We're either in our sins or we've been forgiven of our sins and are in Christ. But there's no middle ground. You need to ask yourself this morning, where am I at? Have I believed on he who is the way, the truth, and the life? Or am I trusting in something other than him or something with him? Think about that. Usually when you ask someone, could I ask you a question? If you died today, do you know where you'd go? The next few words out of their mouth tells you normally what they're trusting in to get them to heaven. Many a time I've had someone, I'd say, could I just ask you a question? If you died today, do you know where you'd go? And they say, well, I am a member of such and such church. That tells me immediately what they're trusting in. To get them to heaven. Well I'm not a very bad person. I'm a basically good person. That means they're trusting in their works. Their good works outweighing their bad works. Well I've been baptized. That means they're trusting in getting dipped in water. To get them to heaven. Or I don't believe in any of that. And that means they're just in unbelief and lost. 
If I were to ask you that question this morning, if you died today, do you know for sure where you'd spend eternity? What would your answer be? Because that will determine what you are trusting in. You can answer that question for yourself. Let me finish with this. Why I say this message is our mission's message. John 14, 6, he said, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man. No man. When he says man there, he is speaking of humanity in general. Not the difference between a man and a woman here. He's speaking of humanity, all humanity. Man, woman, boy, girl. He said, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. No one is going to heaven outside of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter what culture they've been brought up in, what country they are in, what color they are. My friend, what, what, what the religion is, Jesus said, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. I've got many precious grandchildren been raised up in church, any of them third generation, fourth generation Christians now, or brought up in Christianity, but none of them will go to heaven unless they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. No matter how they've been raised, what they've been taught, what they've been shown, how much time they've been in church, my friend, except they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, they will not go to heaven. No man, no man, no boy, no girl, no man, no woman in this county is going to go to heaven unless they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and him alone. No man in this state will go to heaven and escape hell unless they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and him alone. No man, woman, boy, or girl in the United States of America, whether you're in the Bible Belt or on the liberal coastlines, no man will go to heaven unless they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Across the continents, across the oceans, no man, nowhere will go to heaven and miss hell unless they have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as the way, the truth, and the life. That's our message. And it is a must that we get that message to every man because no man will see the Father unless they know the Son. Our message is to proclaim the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Whether it's door to door in Bonner's Ferry or supporting a missionary on the other side of the globe, the message is I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The most profound statement, I believe, in the Word of God. The most glorious statement in the Word of God. Amen. I believe one of the most wonderful statements in the Word of God. And we have it. And God help us to get it.